What up, nerds? TJ and Scott here with the Raising Nerds podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than remembering where you were last night. How you doing today, Scott? <laughs> Great. Trying to remember where I was last night. <laughs> uh, it gets to a point in life where, yeah, you, you, you kind of start to wonder. But the whole reason I bring that up is because today we are going to be going over the first episode of Moon Knight. Yes. Um, I had no idea what to expect. And when I... When I got into that show, I'll tell you what, when it was over, I was not happy because I needed more. (laughs) Holy cow. I was so into that show. Yeah. I I, I have not been this excited for a Marvel TV show in a long time. Well, that's good possibly ever <laughs> because <laughs> i really really enjoyed it i enjoyed the fact that we were on a journey with the character yeah um and the discovering power phase of any superhero is always the coolest that's why they yeah. read it spider-man three times right yeah we, we like seeing new things happen to our heroes and then discovering their powers is just a bonus on top of it so what were your initial thoughts? Um, I always liked Moon Knight. I like Moon Knight just like Black Panther ever since I played Ultimate Alliance. The first Ultimate Alliance introduced me to both Moon Knight and Black Panther. Moon Knight was in there? Yeah, he was in it. And they were my two favorite characters. Really? Moon Knight and Black Panther, yeah. So I was super excited. But I only yeah. knew him from Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know anything about him. I just knew that he was... a cloaked character that had a cool staff that yes did an awesome ground pound yeah i I mean that's why i like him in uh, the lego superheroes games right because he has some good powers exactly like oh yeah that's neat so i i went in just i've you know i really like oscar isaac so i've been like okay let's see what happens (laughs) one of our favorite parts of the sequel trilogy yeah and uh, i loved it i the whole time i'm like this is just awesome I'm the same as you I was like this I'm hooked yeah it hooked me because I mean it was glimpses of the costume where it's like hey, we haven't seen it okay what is happening mm-hmm. just like the little things that happened during the show it's like alright this is a really interesting story yes. like we we have never had this before no I feel like it's never been like this this person has superpowers they don't know it though. Yeah. And I love, like you said, being on journey as he's discovering things in his own house where he's like, what is this? <laughs> and what is this? What is this? And like yep. accidentally waking up like that was probably <sighs> okay. So, <laughs> all right. So are you, are you got it? Yeah. Up? Yeah. I'm ready to pull go. up and go. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pull it up too, because I seriously, I want to talk about every part of this oh, entire yeah. thing. Because it was incredible, I, it, it shocked me in a way that I've ne- I have not been shocked before. So in the beginning, we start out, and this is who is this guy? Did we ever get a name for him? I don't think so. So it starts off, and it's actually the main villain of the show. Yes, is my understanding. Played by Ethan Hawke. Yeah, and I didn't really know who he was. Oh really? Uh, but I am so loving it. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it starts off, he 
has a cup of a glass of water from a glass glass. Then he shatters it and puts the glass in his shoes. Yeah. And then walks around. And it's one of those things where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a penance type deal. Right? Yeah. It's um the Opus Day from uh oh, what are they called? The Dan Brown movies. Angels and Demons. Yeah. And, um, uh, the Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code. Um, Silas but, is the guy's name. Yes. Pen- Vision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't even remember that he was in it that I watched oh, really? the show again. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Oh my gosh, it's Vision. <laughs> it's like seeing him yeah. in Knight's Tale. It's like, ah, this is sad. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. But he walks around with glass in his shoes. They're like Crocs. Yeah, they are um, like woven crocs. Yeah, and he just walks on glass all day. I gotta think that if this is a common thing that he does all the time, his feet have built up a tolerance to it. I would think so. Like, it probably doesn't do much. But then he walks with a cane, and I wonder if occasionally one of these shards will get loose and cause him to stumble. Yeah. Because your feet are extremely sensitive, surprisingly. <laughs> it's true. But... uh I watched that and I went, okay, this is a little hardcore. This is a little bit like the Daredevil and other. Yeah, shows I was. I actually night. checked the rating because I was worried. Did you? I was oh, worried that rated? because they it's TV fourteen. TV fourteen. I was worried because they had just added um, all the Netflix stuff. I'm like, is this because they're opening the door to uh, all this? You know, they're like, well, we have these new MAs because. Moon Knight is going to be MA, and I'm like, ah, I was really worried. Oh, so when it said TV 14, yeah. I was super excited because yeah. I have known that Moon Knight has been known for being violent. Yes. Very violent. And so I was worried that it was going to be, pushing, you know, boundaries. Daredevil violent, or I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, um, just, just a second. Let me... All right, sorry about that. Had some uh, family emergencies. <laughs> All right. Now, just seeing Oscar Isaac, just a close-up of his face, got me excited. Because <laughs> I, I was like, yay, I'm so excited to see him back and see his role. Uh, and we see that he's chained to a, a board with yes. a bike lock and some Velcro and stuff. And then he has sand placed around his bed and he inspects it for any signs that he may have gotten up during the night yes and he see it looks like he steps in the same place each time so that yes so it gives him a clue and it and of course we're we know that it's going to come back <laughs> we yeah. we can already guess that he's gonna wake up and all the stuff's gonna be skewampus one day Right. Then his fish, which is important. His one finned fish. That's <laughs> important. Yeah, like every like this whole opening scene, you really got to watch this movie. You or yeah. show, you really have to um, watch and pay attention. I don't think his mom is even alive. I don't believe so either. He leaves messages. Or is, is even a real person? Yeah. I I don't think he is. Oh my gosh! I just saw. So we we have it playing at the same time as we're doing the review. There was a pyramid in the bottom of the fish tank. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Which is well, like, he's, ah, an, he's an Egyptian buff. They actually allude yeah. to him in Winter Soldier. Really? Yes. What do they say? Uh, it's Sitwell. Sitwell? Uh-huh. Glasses. 
um, when they are talking, no. when he's talking about all the people that sh- might be a threat. Yes. He says the main ones, Doctor Strange. Stephen Strange is the Stephen one that we Strange. all notice. But before, he says um, an Egyptologist or an Egypt professor, something about Egypt, uh-huh. which is him. Which is Moon Knight. It's oh, that's Moon Knight. so cool. And so it's like, if you're not paying, I just barely got that pointed out to me. We're like, okay. Where's like, yeah, that's, that's him. He's the Egyptologist. Yeah. So super fascinating. Um, Gosh. It, yeah. I've, I've loved the show. And unfortunately I watched it on my phone. So I know I missed tons of stuff. Oh Yeah. But yeah, they do a good job of introducing him. And Oscar Isaac is perfect in this role. Yeah, he is. And his accent is fantastic. It's so jarring to hear his it really accent. Is. It's so fun. This little girl gives him some lip at the uh, thing. <laughs> Did it? That doesn't make sense because I'm not dead. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, really? You're not. <laughs> And so, so he, in reality, so he acts like he's a tour guide, but he's not. No. He's just a peon, basically. He's an yeah. average, do-whatever kind of guy, but now he gets sucked into the inventory. He gets stuck doing inventory because he's yes. always late, he's always having problems. There's a nice lady who comes up, and there's a love interest of sorts, but she's really only there to give us what happens later like yes. she I don't even remember what her name is um it's not Layla because that's somebody else <laughs> <laughs> at first I thought that's who it was because again I was trying to watch it in between things at work and right. I did not have a peaceful lunch period today. I, I just I love how she just... a lot of interruptions <laughs> he's clueless he has no idea he are you asking me out and she's like oh you're funny you're funny I'll, I'll see, see you then. then he's like uh oh he's like oh what <laughs> his boss is like I didn't know you'd taken a crack he's like I didn't know either <laughs> yeah this is where we find out he's a vegan uh yeah yeah and what is his name I can't remember what what his name is his name is yeah this guy Steven, Steven what uh Chat. I don't remember something. Ah, oh, man, I, I I had it on the tip of my tongue a second ago, and I'm like, ah, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I, uh, I can't remember. Steven something. Yeah. It's it's really interesting because it shows that he's kind of out of control of his life, which is fine, and it makes sense that a person who has mental disabilities is going to be like that. Um, he's almost, in some ways, like. <sighs> He has the same symptoms as autism, having to go through a process every mm-hmm. day, not being able to keep track of things as easily, only being able to do menial jobs because yeah. your your constant uh, unreliability and distractedness. Yeah, and I mean the fact that well, the fact that he has he knows he does often wake up in weird places. Yes, he yeah. is that you know as you said unreliable. Yeah, not to say that people with autism are unreliable, unreliable all the time, but, but they tend to get distracted. Those are things that happen. They get out of their control. Do have more challenges when it comes to yeah. job. Yeah. So I'm not meaning that disparagingly. I'm, I just mean it as an observation, and 
as a statement of, yeah, well, as an employer, we have an issue with our company right now. We have a young man who probably has some sort of mental disability, uh-huh. and he often just doesn't show up to work. Interesting. Um, so reliability is really difficult with someone who has mental disabilities when you're a business owner or when you're trying to run a company of some kind. Um, yes. Now, the golden man, that's actually just a dude, right? Painted uh-huh. gold. Yeah. Because at first I wondered if Oscar Isaac was talking to an actual statue and that the the little uh, tip jar was his. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But this guy is incredibly good. Like, he hardly ever, he hardly moves at all. It's really awesome. But you can see that Steven is a good person. He's, yes. He's willing to do things for people. And he even reminds nice. somebody who takes the picture yeah. with oh, the golden the man. To, oh, don't forget. Um, but then he just sits and talks to this guy the whole time. I'm surprised it was hard to tell so on quiet. my phone. Yeah. yeah, I kept I kept expecting him to like, like slap Oscar Isaac like, dude, leave me alone. But he I doesn't. He just totally sits there, and it's incredible. I I've seen pictures of people and videos of people who do this, and it's an incredible art form because it takes so much patience and discipline. I actually respect it quite a bit. Yeah, most artists I don't respect, but. Uh, <laughs> Because they're so full of themselves. But those people are like the exact opposite of what you'd normally think of when you think of a person who's an artist. Yeah. I think these people really are. They're dedicated. They work hard. We see him go... uh, So anyway, he moves forward and we go back to his apartment and he does his routine. Yep, fills up his footprint. Putting together everything that... He puts sand. He usually does. And he has mentioned at this point, I believe that he sometimes wakes up in a different place. So we have that primed in our heads that that could happen. Yes. Um, he tries to stay awake all night, apparently. He tries not to sleep as much as possible because he's afraid of where he'll wake up. Yes. And I think that was where it came in. So he studies Egyptology. Might as well. Yeah. I, I bet he would become an expert on tons of things. Um, it's really fun. And he's got a Rubik's Cube, which is fun. I always like seeing Rubik's Cubes and... He was flicking it, yeah, back and forth. That that particular flick is a little bit of a speed speed solver move. Yes. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's ever, yeah, yeah. Like you see him and he suddenly <laughs> just switches it, and then it cuts to him waking up, <laughs> and his jaw's dislocated. With his dislocated jaw. And, oh, it's so painful to look at. Oh, it does. I'm like, well, oh my god. Looking at him, it's like, Ugh. and then he the way he talks and way he's like, oh, oh, uh, oh, and, then he, and it's like, oh crap, dude. Rearranges it back into place. It's like, oh, you know, he's trying to figure out what the heck happened. Yeah, he has no freaking clue. (laughs) Where am I? Like, yeah, he's not even in the same country. I don't think is he. Go back to sleep, worm. It's like, uh, oh gosh, yeah, and I, I have no idea who's speaking there. It doesn't tell us, does it? No. I mean, the (laughs) credits tell us who it is. No, it just says male voice. Well, in the credits. Oh, know who, okay. If you know Moon Knight, you know who it is. Oh, really? I don't remember his name, but yeah, you'll oh. see it in the credits. Oh, because I, I don't know enough about the show. To, He's uh, an Egypt god. I know that. Is it? It's an Egypt it's, god. It's not Amit. Oh, he's right there. Boom. So scary. 
Oh, I'm a little oh. bit ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, you are. I, I went back to see if it said who it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the idiot's in control. <laughs> Am I caught up yet? Yes. Okay, all right. So he's at this castle. I almost think Germany by yeah. the look of the castle. Yeah. But it's probably not. It's probably still in England somewhere. Yes. Um, I probably am just associating a movie that was supposedly in Germany for the setting, but was actually filmed in England. Yes. In the mountains, so that's very possible. Um, I could, look, I guess, suppose I could look at the architecture in the town to see if it's actually. Um, well, German. what's the language? Outlet. Outlet. I'm going to say Germany. Ooh, that looked German. Although it does say outlet. Well, yeah, but the. Urgen. That looks. That looks. It could be. It sounds German. It could be Scottish or. Suvagen. It's. It's somewhere Dutch. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll. I'll go with that. And then we see a glass shoes man walking for the first time. Yeah, we don't know. What else is Ethan Hawke in? Oh. I keep getting confused because I keep wanting to say Ethan Hunt. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Me too. But we know. get to Moon Knight uh, looking. He walks right past. Yes. Uh, right past Stephen. Ah, uh, this this scene, this is so well done. Honestly, I'm I'm in it. I'm in for the ride, because we didn't go through multiple days of him going through his routine. We went through no, one day. One day. Oh yeah, you and need to know. Suddenly, <laughs> oh, and we're on. It's yeah. like, oh, what the heck? And a guy comes up. He's just. Offering his soul for judgment. Uh, so this guy, he's uh, the glass shoes guy. He's got a tattoo of a scale, a scale like a judging scale. Yes. Or well, I mean, it's an old time scale. Yeah. But we often see it on the on courthouses and stuff. And this tattoo moves when he when, when the he's cane holding moves in his hand because they have a cane in their hand. Oh yeah, he puts the cane in their hand. Yes. Ah, oh, and, and then, then it he judges holds them. it, and he it looks like he kind of rocks it, and as it rocks, the tattoo rocks, and then oh. based off of whether it stays black or turns red, determines it judges you. Yeah, it judges. And you. if it turns red, you die. Yes. Like we don't know how he kills somebody. But... He looks like he sucks the life out of him. Is what it yeah. looked like. Um, now, do you know who this is? Because you know Moon Knight. This guy. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. I, I I don't know. Again, I don't know much about Moon Knight. And to be honest, it, oh, his name's Arthur. His name's Arthur. Oh, glass the, shoes oh, guy. Glass his name shoes is guy. Arthur. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll we'll try to refer to him as Arthur from now on. Because they say it. He says, "Please call me Arthur." Arthur. I remember that. Yeah. Mister So and So. He says his name. Please call me Arthur. Ah, uh, that's right. But yeah, and then he just the lady. It's interesting because the lady's like, "I've been good my whole life." The lady's the next second person to be yeah, judged. Yeah, old lady. And she's like, "But I've been good my whole life." It's like, well, it must be something I, that you're going to do in the future. But I believe you. I believe you. I'm and sorry. Then he actually loses grip of her. While yeah, she she's falls back because losing she her life dies, and then they carry her. They just pick her up and carry her like this is a whole town square. Yeah, and, and he they looks. Pick her up. Well, he looks, he looks sad. devastated. Yeah. yeah. Which is which is interesting. Because it's almost like he's been given this power and he doesn't necessarily like that he does it. But he yeah. feels that responsibility. Probably, again, with the glass and the shoes. Yeah. So, he... I love how he, <laughs> he finds it real fast. Yeah, he finds the like, standout. Do we know who he is? He's like, he uh, commands we think he's still here. He commands everybody in Egyptian. And <laughs> I like how he and, calls him a mercenary. Yeah. 
But no, he no, recognizes no, 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 I'm, him. I'm not a mercenary. I'm a gift I'm shop a gift shopist. I work at a gift shop. Stephen Grant. 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 There it is. Ah. I'm trying to get home, back back to London. London. Don't know what I'm saying like that. Honestly, the acting in this is so phenomenal from everyone. I absolutely love it. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. You can have this back. Oh, gosh, this we'll whole give scene. Him nothing. I love how he closes the hand. He's like, <laughs> closes what it. the heck is happening? Uh, yeah, and he's like, uh, I'm trying. I strongly Which it looks like think. he's just toying with them. Yeah, it totally does. He's, he's trying to open up I his know. hand. <laughs> it's so funny. And then he like forces his fingers open. Yeah, he's like... And it's funny to watch Arthur just stare at him like, are you serious right now? Sorry, strange. Just and then he says, "Just take it, just take it, please take it." I didn't do and that then on he purpose. His hand out of the way. Yeah, he keeps. <laughs> I, I like I how he walks happening. around to give him. Yeah, the he hand. turns it backwards, and it's like, like he's I'm playing. not doing and anything. Then he's like walking away in a weird, funky way, and it's honestly, I see Oscar Isaac, and I totally see him as this character. I love this. Like all the funny they, stuff. The guards grab him, pull him away, and then he fades out and fades back into everybody's dead. And they're all just dead, and everybody's like standing back. And he's got blood on his hands. Yeah. With the scarab back the scarab. in his hand. And he shot... puts his hands up, and it's covered in blood. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And Arthur just... and all his followers are there. I'm just going <laughs> to, yeah, I'm going to go. I, I, I'm out of here. And this is the first time that we actually see that he something that he did beforehand we just saw that he woke up in a field and people were chasing him yeah but we see actual consequences and things that happened yes and it's insane to think that he just seriously killed like five he just people. zoned out and killed five people yeah in 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 seconds oh yeah because there was still that lady with her daughter just standing like Oh yeah, feet from Ethan Hawke was following them. You know, yeah, um, he's still walking towards him. I just forgot his name. Arthur. Arthur is still walking towards him, and <laughs> now this car chase was one of the funnest things I've seen. I love this time. car chase for <laughs> so, the la- even though we didn't he gets see in a much. Van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're suddenly thrown into this. Like he just killed people. So we almost, we almost have to suspend our disbelief a little bit. Like, he's basically invincible now, right? Like, yeah. anytime he's in severe danger, he blacks out and everything's fixed. <laughs> Which is terrifying. And it really built my, my anxiety for the character. Um, he says he doesn't even know how to drive when he's driving this cupcake fat. It's so funny. Yeah. The lady flips the him la- off. He's trying to pass because <laughs> he's, he's getting chased. He's waving. Yeah. And then she, <laughs> super old lady, just flips him off. I'm like, that's really funny. It's got to be it Germany. Be, but it, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be Germany because the old lady flipped him off. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, his first defensive weapon... Is a cupcake. Is a cupcake in the dude's face, just rubbing it into his face and saying, sorry, sorry about the cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, and then he wakes up and now he has a gun in his hand. And everyone The dude is in gone. the back is dead. The windshield's broken. And the one car that was going to shoot him just flipped over. Yep. And oh, whoa. yeah, that guy fell out. <laughs> yeah, oh, this and this, is, this oh, is when he out. tries to dodge this semi right here, yeah, that second car is just gone. Oh yeah, no, it, it's yeah, it's. I'm like it's that's, a pancake. That thing's gone. They're they're all dead. 
Like yeah. it's incredible to me because we see the devotion of the followers of Arthur. Like yes. they this is so well done. We can see everything that is happening. We get the visual cues we need. Yeah. We get everything. We learn about these characters. And then he flashes <laughs> out again when he gets surrounded by the cars. He and now flashes, he's driving and backwards. Now he's driving backwards. One of the cars there. you can see has bullet wounds in the windshield, which and he, again he, he has a gun in his hand again. And then he <laughs> did he just throw the gun? The, <laughs> the voice in his head. The voice in his head. It's Leave fantastic. Leave us be, parasite. It's like yeah, they call Stephen the parasite, Stephen and the, the other alter identity is Mark. Is Mark, who is the real identity according to this Egyptian god voice? His voice in his yeah. head. I like the windshield wipers are going and it's broken. And the windshield's gone. Yeah. Just, I love it. He just... Oh, yeah. And then Deus Ex Machina. Uh, he stops. And the other guys pull up in front of him, get out of their car, and the log, log truck that tipped over a few seconds ago, stumps the logs it. get down, they roll all the way down the cliff and take out the guys. And right as they're about to take him out, he wakes up in bed. Yeah, no feet. No, there's no footprint in the sand. He's attached to his pole, and so he yeah. firmly believes the that tape he just is on had the door. a crazy dream. Yep, all the locks are thing, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, that was, oh, it was just a dream. Oh, that was so crazy." Now, whenever you see a movie or a TV show in a film, there's something you're supposed to learn, usually. Yes. But nothing really came of this one. No, he's just watching a thing. I think it's just it's just like he's watching something because he's going to be distracted by a bigger thing. Yes, you know they emphasize on the fact how Gus his fish has one fin. Yep, it's such a big deal. As he's looking at the fish in the aquarium, it has two fins. It has two. It says, "What the the fish? fish? (laughs) What do you mean it grew back?" (laughs) He's at the he's at the aquarium. One fin. Asking the lady, "What the heck happened?" Two fins, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's got two now. Is that normal for it to grow back? Well, if you want to swap it, go ahead, but... Like like, I told you yesterday, like, I wasn't here yesterday. I was like, yeah, all right. But as I said, they've all got two fins. I don't care what that Nemo movie says. It's like, I love that line. Find a pet shop shop that sells disabled fish and go there. (laughs) And he says, wait, is that clock right? And it's... Fish is wrong, the time is wrong, you're not right. (laughs) Yeah, the lady's like, you are crazy. I've got a date. Oh, I've got a date, sorry. Um, it's five o'clock. He's not actually late for the date, which I'm grateful for. Cause like whenever people are like, oh my gosh, I was supposed to be somewhere. I'm like, I, I don't have that. I either completely forget. I never remember late. Yeah. I either completely forget or I get there on time. Right. So he goes to the steak restaurant. With the lady who he's supposed to go on a date right. with. Uh, but she stands him up, unfortunately. Um, so he's pretty... Not, not very happy. Might as well give her a call. The restaurant's closing. Yeah, he's soon. been there for how long, you know? Probably hours waiting for her. And so he calls her up and she says, oh, you're calling me now? Really? Yeah. He's like, I'm, like, I'm at the steak about? place. Here, like steak time. <laughs> she's like, I ate steak by myself two days ago. Like, I thought we said what? Friday. I it was a Friday. Today. Yeah. She says, yeah it's, it's Sunday. Sunday. I love how I love how he's like. I'm pretty sure I know what day comes after Thursday, right? Friday still comes after Thursday, doesn't it? She's like, yeah, but but it's Sunday. Today's Sunday, which means lose my number. It's like, oh, I feel so bad for him, but at the same time, this was all tertiary. She was just there for this moment. Yes, 
So he could find out what, what day, day is it? Sunday. And he's like, no. Is it? <laughs> really? <laughs> like, that's how we all would react, right? He's like, what do you mean? I went to bed Thursday night and now it's Sunday afternoon. I woke up Sunday, Sunday evening. Afternoon. Yeah. And then he just... And then he orders a steak. He's like, I'll get a steak. Yeah. I like how he doesn't know anything about the steak. Nope. What, what, what steak do you want? I want the best. The best part of the steak. That's what I want. Okay, how do you want it done? Uh, yeah, yeah, I want it. Um, yeah. How would you like it? Yep, good, very good, very good. Yeah, I, I, I want it good. I want it good. I'll just put you down for well done. Uh, yeah, no, you never do that. Uh, at a real steak place, he says, I want it good. You do it medium rare. Yes. Number one, a well done steak is going to take like 40 minutes to cook. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought he said the kitchen was closing soon. Yeah. It's going to be over for another hour, I guess. He's, yeah. But then it cuts to him talking, talking to, to his, his mom. mom again. Who, again, we don't hear her voice. Now, we, it, one it of sounds two, like it's an answering machine. Again. Here's something else that could happen. He could be calling somebody who's like a handler or somebody who's aware of the situation, who's keeping an eye on him. Hmm. Um, and so maybe his mom was real, but now somebody's trying to track him or keeping an eye on him through that. Or she's... Could be the case, but at this point we have no idea. She's That's mental. Rampant speculation. You know, she's got dementia or something, and so... Yeah. She just she doesn't, get doesn't the talk at all, and but he listens. Yeah. You know, so he I threw away the flowers, which, honestly, I'd bring them home and put yeah. them in my I mean, kitchen. That's like, a dozen not? flowers. That's expensive. And he yeah. bought a box of chocolate, so I mean, at but least he just he kept sits those. and eats the entire box. I love he's got like chocolate on his face. I love how <laughs> how long it eating. stays on his face. <laughs> oh really? Like, well, just watch how long there's chocolate on his face in the, for the scene. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like, so funny. I mean, like he comes over to the fish, who's new Gus. Yeah. He's still got stuff on his face. Yeah. And he sprinkles some chocolate into there, and the fish doesn't go for it, because. But fish are dumb. They will literally yeah. eat anything. I don't know <laughs> Especially why. Especially goldfish. Yeah. I don't know. Like, to me, if I was the other identity trying to convince him that that nothing happened, I mean, I know it's cruel, but don't you just rip the fin off of the fish? <laughs> Cut maybe. it off or something? Maybe. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I, maybe I'm not thinking The real question it. is what happened to the other fish? Uh, Why he did he have to get a new fish? For, three day, for two oh, days. Oh, it died. It, it could have died. died. Okay. Now, our fish last, our fish are very they hard. Last they last longer than two to, days. Yeah, but... without being fed, yeah, they're, they're fine. He's but... still got chocolate on his face. Oh my gosh, really? So he sees that yes. the table has moved. <laughs> yeah, he... there's scratch marks on the table. So And it's multiple scratch marks. This happens all the time. Look at that. Is that a TV? It looks like it. Oh my gosh, that is an old TV. Yeah. Like the yellow plastic bubble TV. That's uh-huh. hilarious. But then it looks like Mark had a hard time last time putting everything back. He's still got yeah. chocolate on his face. Yeah, he does. Oh I my gosh, you. this is awesome. For like the whole That's, time. That t- it's like there was somebody on set who was like, all right, I mean, I'm the chocolate on the face guy. I got to make sure there's chocolate on his face at all times. Right. But he finds a key and a phone in uh, hidden in a board that's removable. When he opens it, uh, it only has two numbers in it. Most of them are calls. Layla. Layla. Duchamp. Duchamp. Duchamp is one, and then all the others are Layla. Yep. Missed calls. So he goes to so call he her. Calls but Layla. she's calling him. Oh, oh! He goes to yeah, call he her and she call calls her him. And she was calling him right then. So he answers. Yeah. 
And I, I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, how, what does Mark sound like? Like, yeah. does he actually sound different, or is he totally the same? And I, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just love him. It's just... She's like, where are you? Like, I thought you were dead. And he's like, what? Who? Yeah. <laughs> she has no idea. But she must sound enough that she's like, what's with the accent? I love her. She's like, what's with the accent? She knows it's him, but she's like, what on earth? Yeah. Are you talking about? So we like, don't know who Layla is. I'm What's wrong with you, out. Mark? It's like, ah. Wait okay, a minute. I've heard Mark? that name before. Yes. Because the uh, weird, mysterious body keeps telling him, give it back to Mark. Give yep. control back to Mark. And he's like, I don't know what that means. So I think this explains really well. He doesn't know he has multiple dis- dis- personalities. He no, just knows he, he wakes up he and does weird stuff. Yeah, stuff. he doesn't know it's multiple dis- personalities. And this is where he gets to start talking to Mark. Is this is is it actually Mark that he's talking to? Nate? Yeah, because this is um, Poe Dameron's voice. This is Oscar is Isaac's it? voice. I had a hard again. I'm at work. I've got my headphones in. Right. On a little tiny screen. And... Plus, when he looks in the mirror, his reflection's the one who's talking to him. Is it? I yeah. didn't see that until he does it later. Okay. Yeah. In here, it was really hard for me to see it. Yeah. On a little phone, you really need to watch this on the biggest screen that you can find. It's <laughs> true. Because you're gonna miss so much stuff. It's true. And that, that was my case, like right here. It was a perfect example of that happening. As I'm watching this, I'm like, man, it'd be so fun to let Ben watch this, but I, I don't know. I might have to do like a video. You're going to have to and, see, uh, yeah. Like and see other Right episodes. here, when he, he looks at the mirror and the mirror shakes its head. Yeah. But he didn't. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Yeah. Can you imagine your shadow doing something? Your no. reflection no. doing something different than you. That piss that would just like I'd pee my It'd pants. Scare the crap out of me. I've seen tricks like that before. Stop looking. It's like <sighs> Stop looking at what? Stop looking at stuff. Stop looking for stuff. Like you're snooping around things. Uh, I mean, it'd be a perfect cover for a mercenary or an assassin or something to have dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. And <laughs> and actually have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a lot more in the elevator just because of how many mirrors are in Yeah, there. there's back and forth mirrors. So like the fact there wasn't mirrors. as much, it, it brought the suspense because like, oh man, what's he going to see? What's going to be here? I love how he freaks the crap out of this old lady. Like, yes. we're not there yet, but he completely terrifies yeah. her. So I, I couldn't really tell what was happening. If she... She's just an innocent bystander and he's hallucinating... Mm-hmm. His, uh, I'm not sure about the like the power and the stuff. Yeah, it's really hard to tell what's happening because but he what's, sees this monster. I'm thinking he thinks he's pushing like, oh yeah, that monster's terrifying. That that's the like I need to see it because on oh, my phone it was so out of okay. Wait, oh that's the Egyptian god. Yes. What's its name? Uh, it'll, the credits will tell you. Well, just tell me. Do, I don't do know. It. I don't okay. remember. Okay. It's, it's like Anoush or something. It, it's Egyptian. Okay, so sorry. I can't remember. I it. thought you were trying to toy with me. No, 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 no. I, I don't coy remember. About it. It. I'm like, no. wait, am I going to know this person? Like, no, you're not going to recognize the name. But it gives him. <laughs> he has a special. You know, it's one of those like the guy is a high enough actor that he has his own special, and so and so as the voice of the Egyptian. I think it's like Anoush or something. Okay. But yeah, this lady. She, well, because she goes to... He 
he sees the monster going to open the elevator and all of a sudden and it's, it's her. So he's lady. in the corner cowering and she's scary. And that this part, oh, that is that, terrifying. Yeah, just, that Just take me. that for a moment. He, he's in the elevator. He's looking at the lady. He turns around and sees the creature. The skull. And as he screams to see the skulled monster, he's on a bus now. Yeah. Suddenly he's lost. And the guy's in the street. Oh my gosh. And there's. Oh, yeah. The creature's in the street. I barely saw that at all. It's so tiny and on your phone, it's even worse. (laughs) But you notice who else is on the bus? Oh, Arthur. Yes. Yeah, and he says, oh my goodness, he's real. I thought he was talking about the. He's talking about beak, Arthur. It wasn't skull. a dream. It was Arthur. Yeah, yeah. it's just... Ugh. Waking up in a completely different spot. Like, in his mind, he... I'm like, he this is elevator. terrifying. I was now in an elevator... On a bus the a next half a day. second ago with a monster. Yeah, and it's now daylight, and I am on a bus. I don't... I, I couldn't deal with that, dude. <laughs> that would be hard. Like, he's he's doing the best he can. And I get it. Like, so he gets to his... He goes to his job. Yeah, because he he, the bus was taking him to work. He yeah. he was going to work, but yeah, he sees uh, someone who was in the town. I like how he kind of stands up to this the lady Donna because she kind of walks all over him, and then right there he's like, "Hold yeah. on!" And eventually she semi backs down. It's like okay, fine. Yeah, because you I mean, gotta he's do. Clearly frazzled. You're on inventory again tonight. It's yeah. Like, okay, fine. I've got. Issues. Yeah, but he sees someone he recognized in the city. And boom, there's Arthur. Yeah. And he finds out the security guard is a follower of Amit. Yep, who Arthur is the like the prophet of Amit. Yes, which he kind of talks about who Amit is here. And which is which is interesting. It belongs to Amit. Who looks like is the dog. Interesting. Oh, and look, there's a there's a scale underneath her, underneath Amit. Yes. On the on the podium. Or the uh She's obelisk. The boogeyman, I love. Only for bad people. For it's bad like people. Uh, but they she always waited. say that. <laughs> she waited, she grew tired of waiting for people to, to commit do things a sin. Wrong. And he has an interesting thing that I, I disagree with. Is yeah. do you wait? Until the flowers are dead to pull the weeds. Like, no, but you pull the weeds as they spring up. Exactly. You don't... Uh, well, I, okay, it's a bad analogy because we do... I do kill weeds before <laughs> they come up. We yeah. put down ground barriers and things like that. But yeah. they're not alive yet. Yeah. So He know. talks about all the things Amit could have stopped. Like Hitler yeah. and all these... Nero. But we find Pol out Pot. she was betrayed by other gods. Indolent. Her own I don't avatar. Blue people. Love that film. <laughs> love that film. Oh, you mean the anime? <laughs> I freaking love that line. I love it. Line. Steven, and that, stop it. That has got to be Oscar Isaac doing that. Uh-huh. Because I see Poe Dameron doing that stuff all the time, yeah. too. And I'm like, it's about his mother. It's like, oh, you mean the anime? It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Great, dude. <laughs> uh, Interesting. It's funny how... He's talking about the voice in his head, but I don't think he's talking about um, the the, uh, the personality. He thinks it's just you know the like the natural man voice in your head, right? 
Yes, yeah, I, I I agree. I don't think that Arthur knows about the Egyptian no, until I think until this point here. Yes, where he starts to have judgment. Oh, cast I wonder if there is an Egyptian deity of chaos. And so when he says there's chaos in you, that might be the case. Could oh be. yeah, look, he does. He rests. Yeah, the cane he rests it and starts hands. to go back and forth, and, and you see. You see the scale turn, and then and we like purposefully, yeah, we don't get to see what he sees. But obviously what but it, Arthur it sees... a lot. What Arthur sees kind of makes him seem... It didn't kill him. Which no, in my head, my head, I wonder if the scale is what happened. It was partly both. Mark is not a good person, but Stephen is. Mm. So it can't... It won't. She won't kill him because Stephen is a good person. Right. I also think, I think there's going to be a third identity. Because my understanding is Moon Knight actually had a bunch of different identities. Could be. And I think there's a hint to how many identities there are in this film. Because he talks about, he talks about the, um, the godhead of the Egyptians. And he says there's, you put seven on all the things, but there's nine. And yes. like, okay, why would they tell that? That's got to be something to yeah. it. It says the Egyptian god of chaos is Seth. Is his name. Seth? Oh, wow. Seth. Yeah, Seth and Seth. It's just different pronunciations, my understanding. Also, Apoph- Apophis. Apophis? Apophis, yeah. How do you not know the, the name Apophis? Did you ever watch Stargate? Heck no. What? Why did I watch Stargate? Because it's freaking amazing. Watch Star Wars, bro. <laughs> Stargate is Stargate was what my dad wanted to watch, so I didn't get to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. Point is, Steven's doing inventory, and he hears dog whimpering. the last one there, because he has to work late on the inventory. Yes. Yay. Although there's a cleaner guy there. Poor guy, he's probably dead. There's a creature in the museum, which we see... It's like a dog, it's like a ...kind of stalking him. It looks like a a, uh, jackal. Which is what the Egyptian dog would be, and you see it really clearly right there. What are the Anubis is a jackal. There you go. Thank you. I know that one. You do? I liked Anubis. I did not get a good look at this creature ever. Oh, really? Because again, it's dark. It's on my phone. I'm out in the sunlight. Right. <laughs> I'm like in my truck. So. Uh, they obviously have control. Ethan, er, um, Arthur has a lot of influence in a lot of places. Yes, he does. Stephen Grant of the gift shop over the speaker. <laughs> Give me the so scarab funny. and you won't be torn apart. I love how he calls him Stephen Grant of the gift of shop. The gift shop. <laughs> I'm a gift shopist. <laughs> and he throws his little briefcase and the dog goes for it. Yep. But he bumps into a pot which totally sees him. Uh, it's nice that the uh, the creature doesn't Well, I think the, the creature knows some stealth. You know, it it, yeah. it kind of knows that it can't leave a trace as much as possible. Is he injured? He's holding his yeah, arm. Yeah, he it hurt his arm. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow, that is a scary creature. It is terrifying. Yeah. <sighs> it's a terrifying creature. This is this is the part where I This I saw. is the part. He's holding his arm still. Yeah. Except on one of them he lets go and then on the other side he starts walking forward. Yep. You oh need to gosh. give me control. We're out of time. He's got to... He's got to... <laughs> Mark has to convince Dude, If you Steven. look, the rest of his uh, 
his reflections are gone. Interesting. Just for a second, he stepped forward and you could see the mirrors, and his reflection was completely gone, except for this one. Look, oh. see? Look, you can't even see the reflection of him in the mirror. No, there's I don't no even know there. how they did that. That's amazingly cool. All it's probably green screen stuff. Probably, but, unfortunately. But, but that Oh, they're all on that side, though. Wait, do you see the stuff on the walls? Yeah, yeah, it's Egyptian. Yeah. Egyptian hieroglyphics. So he's, he's he giving control. control over to Mark. I think there's a third personality. Oh my gosh, this, I didn't see this transformation. That was Horace. I didn't see it at all. Horace is one of the statuous people there. I love how it shows the dog trying to get away now. Yep. And then he just takes it and boom. He just beats the crap beats out of it. it. To death. And then, oh, we get our first look <laughs> at Moon Knight. Yeah, fully costumed and everything. Boom. Oh. oh. Just gorgeous. And that's the end. Just gorgeous. The music is also really good. Again, another knocked music. out of the park music score. Oh, yeah. I would agree. Ooh. So, I am thrilled to see what happens with this. I am so excited. Oscar Isaac is a fantastic actor. And for them to have gotten him to do this and for him to be excited about it. They did a premiere for the show a couple days ago uh-huh. and there was a little kid who was dressed up as Moon Knight like a sick costume like head to toe homemade perfect looking the eyes glowed like everything and cool. they pulled that kid out and were taking pictures with him with Oscar Isaac and all these Khonshu. other people Khonshu F. Murray Abraham as the voice of Khonshu Khonshu okay so it wasn't any of the ones we thought Khonshu so it wasn't Apophis or a Set or any of the others. So in the promotional stuff for this uh, show. Oh, duh. What? Conchu's the god of the moon. Oh, duh. Yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> oh, duh. duh. Obviously, <laughs> he oh, would be the one controlling him. Weird. The moon knights? The, weird. The, the Egyptian god, god talking moon. to moon knight is the god of moon? Oh, no. Yeah, this is why I think there's another identity is because in the promotional stuff here you see us you see uh Steven, I think. Yes. And then you see the Moon Knight that we just saw. Yes. There's another one in a suit. Yes, I've seen suit. him in a business suit. And so I think that's another one of the identities. Could be that he has. Um my understanding is the identities that he has wax and wane with the moon. So depending on the actual phase of the moon will determine which of the identities Moon Knight is. Interesting. Um, so, and actually, if you look really close at this right here, if you look right here, the moon is in its sliver form, very thin. If you look over here, it's a little bit more about a quarter. Hmm. So that tells me that we may actually get all. I, I don't it know how many here, there are, Moon but Knight I don't see star nine. Oscar Isaac is the first Marvel hero to struggle with DID, disassociative, ident- disassociative identity disorder. Yeah, that, yeah, the show's protagonist has four individual identities just through four. the series okay. that will start out focusing on the lives of just two. Keep reading to find out everything you need to know. So it'll focus on two of them, but there are four. Okay, and is Steven one of them or not? I don't know. Steven may be the alter ego persona. Right here it says Moon Knight's five personalities explained. 
Okay, so Steven's one of them, and then there's four Moon Knights. I don't know how much I want to look into this, just because I like being wowed by Moon Knight. Yeah. Because like I said, the amount of that I know about Moon Knight is that he wore a completely white outfit with a cape, a super cool staff, (laughs) and he could jump high, because that's what you could do in the game. That's all I know about it. (laughs) He was one of my favorites, though. Yeah. I remember picking him. I'm going to have to go pull out the... uh... Marvel superheroes too, and play as Moon Knight and see right? what his powers are. <laughs> right, I love I, in the pictures that I've seen here. I love his crescent moon, like knives that he has. Yes, those look really cool. I watched another preview and I, uh, one of the trailers, and I totally shouldn't have. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them. Good. I don't, purposefully try not didn't to. watch. You don't them have to because I don't want to. Yeah, so. I don't need to know. I know. I I know what I need to know about Moon Knight, and so now I just and want to I'm be excited. wowed by yeah. the stuff. I mean, I do want to find the stuff because I'm still looking for my dark hole. I just, I just can't find it. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. <laughs> Ben's been watching the Agents of Shield and found the dark hole, and he's like, "Now I know what Scott was talking about." Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh? I said, yeah, it is pretty neat. So Disney, uh, Marvel Studios, really hitting it out of the park with Moon Knight. Yeah, I, I saw a thing that said that I might agree with that. Moon Knight is a really good standalone show. Like you don't need to oh, really yeah. add anything. He's got his. There own are no stuff. other superheroes. You don't need any others. This wasn't Hawkeye. This wasn't no, WandaVision. It's not like, and the cool thing, I, 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 don't I, know I would anyone. hope they keep this. Yeah, but maybe they won't. I don't know. We have no idea when this takes place. When is this happening? Yeah, because it's point. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. When is it in it though? When. You know, oh gosh, that'd be so fun to <laughs> explore. I, I'm, ex- I'm also excited because we haven't seen a lot overseas. Like we get, we got all the traditional American yeah. superheroes. Yeah. And he's in London. Now I don't think Mark, that identity, that's he's American. Yes. He, that's Poe Dameron, right there. Yeah, that, that like is... watching him, I'm like. Yay. <laughs> it's Poe. It's Poe. Where's BB-8, Poe? Where's right, BB-8? Right. Like, if he ever, like, rolls a soccer ball or something and <laughs> walks next to it, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be funny. Or, like, he like some kids kick a ball to him, and it's, like, orange and white, and he just looks at it for a second, like, hmm, and then throws it back or something. It's like, obviously, you know, Avatar exists. <laughs> Yes, so that's Star a good Wars point. you think would have to exist. So him making mention of something would be really funny. I think it'd be funny if you like bash the sequels. No, I didn't really watch those. That would have been. Uh, <laughs> it'd be funny. No, I I didn't really watch those. No, I didn't really watch those. <laughs> the original ones, not the new ones. <laughs> so like some line like that. Yeah, just something out there, you know. Man, if they actually put that in a Disney Plus show, that would that would tell me that would confirm a lot of rumors that I've heard coming from Lucasfilm and oh, yeah. online. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about how uh, people don't trust the current leadership at Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. and that there's rumors that they're actually going to bring George Lucas in as a consultant, uh, like professionally, <laughs> to get them back on track. Um, there are a lot, a lot of people hated the book of Boba Fett. I was disappointed that they left so much on the table that they could have explored in book of Boba Fett, uh-huh. but it was still good. I still enjoyed it. I still liked it. Yeah. Um, 
So it'll be if they ever bash the sequel trilogy in a Disney Plus show, I will then know for sure that the rumors are true that they're not going to keep Kathleen Kennedy around. But honestly, she's done good work. She's done good things in the past. I mean, she did hire Dave Filoni and um, the other guy. Who John Favreau? John Favreau, thank you. I, I couldn't remember his last name. I'm having a hard time with last names today. Yeah. She did hire them. She got them on board, and they're doing a great, great job. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens, but yeah, I think a lot of people get this stuff overblown, take it way too seriously. Yeah, but this is gonna be this is gonna be a great show. I just wish the second episode was out. Yeah, me too. And and the third and fourth and how many All episodes are there gonna be? I don't know. All right, Moon Knight episodes. You you have now entered. The section of the podcast where we start searching up things online. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Release schedule. How many episodes? Six episodes. Oh. Uh, okay. That's that's probably a good thing. That's probably a good thing. <clears throat> Ooh, I like that picture. Uh, episode six ends on May fourth. Wow. No Star Wars show on May 4th, huh? Uh, I feel like that's hokey. We're going to get something. No, we're not. I, I, I also thought that it was because um, the Star Wars Celebration was going to be that week. Mm. And it's not. <laughs> it's very frustrating. Um, but I am actually, if my uh, Ultimate Collector Series AT-AT set Kickstarter gets funded... I will be streaming that week. So I'll be able to be home and watch it first thing in the morning. <laughs> nice. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, episode one is out. Episode two is April 6th, then April 13th, 20th, 27th, and May the 4th. Be with you. We'll be the last one, and we'll be podcasting on May 4th. That'll be fun. Nice. That'll be really awesome. We'll be talking about nothing but... Moon Knight. And supposedly... Yeah, right. Uh, there's going to be another trailer for Obi-Wan in the first week of May. I don't need to see it. I know you say that. I'll watch it, and I'll tell you if you need if there's anything insane that is going to get spoiled. Because I'd rather see it from, from the source first rather than hear about it. Right. But... Uh, it's going to be so freaking exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be... Yeah, I'm excited for it. Oh, oh, excuse me. I'm about to sneeze. Nice. <laughs> oh, sorry. Bless you. Oh, so anyway, that was Moon Knight. I think we were both big fans of it. I was. It was really fun. And I'm ready for the next episode. I've basically told everyone that I've, that's asked me about it. I'm like, absolutely, you want to see it. Yep. You want to watch it. Uh-huh. It's been really fun to go on the ride. It's it's interesting to me that his alter ego doesn't appear as the Moon Knight. Yeah. But just as himself. Yeah. Which is an interesting choice. Oh, I really like it. freaked him out if you just seen me 
That's true, because he saw... He saw the... Um, uh, Konsu. Kishnu. Kishnu. Konso. I, uh, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Already, it wasn't that memorable. Yeah. We'll remember it. Once it starts saying his name, yeah. I think we'll, think we'll... Yeah. In the actual show, you mean? Yeah. For sure. Alrighty. Well, we oh. are excited. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what's up? Coolest thing happened. Okay. Um, at the Oscars. <laughs> are we really going to talk about that? Yeah. Trey Kotzer. Yeah? Yeah. You know who he is? No. No, you don't. He's in Coda, which is a show oh, about Chuck. I do know, actually. He invented the Tuscan Raider he language. He did. I he just saw best supporting actor. The, the article for it. Yeah. He's a part of the 501st. What? Yeah. He's, he's in the 501st part, he's, in the five, he's an honorary oh. member of the 501st. Oh, my gosh. He is one of the Tuscan Raiders in The Mandalorian. Yes. And yeah, as you I said, he, he was... created the sign language for them. Yeah, he won Best Supporting Actor for his role in Coda, which was awesome. He did so yeah, good. I need to see it. Really it's a really good show. What What is it on? It was on Apple TV, I oh, think. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Teddy so caught that one week supply, oh, the one week free, so we could watch it. Gotcha. It was really good. Um, yeah, it was... I was like, oh, because at first I liked he's the first deaf male to win an Oscar, which is really cool. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's so awesome. And then I found out he's a member of the 501st. He invented the Tuscan Raider sign language. I'm like, all right, this dude's way cooler than, he is than I thought. Awesome. Sorry, I thought you were going to talk about the other thing. No, that's yeah. pointless <laughs> and completely overshadowed the cool stuff like this. Yeah, that is way cooler. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that I didn't hear about that. I literally saw the an article today and I'm like, Really? Oh, that's neat. Yeah. And he won an award. Good for him. He did. He did. Super I, cool. I was like, he should have won an award for his Tuscan Raider thing. It's it's true. Honestly. He should have. It was awesome. Best support. Well, I was going to ask. It was on some... Oh. <laughs> so it was really fun. That That is so awesome. Yeah. I was like, good for him. Yeah. And I mean, well, I'm not shocked that it's the first time a, a deaf... You said a deaf man. Yes, he's the first deaf male because I think the uh, the wife who's in Coda, I think she's won a lot of awards. She's like the oh, face okay. of the deaf community. Oh, cool! So right. I, I think she's won. That's cool. Um, I I really enjoy that they are actually using people who are deaf in movies because yes, I heard that was a big complaint when people would be portrayed would be portraying someone deaf, and then they would just screw it up <laughs> so bad, yeah. and it was I I get that. I really do. I really understand if you're going to portray somebody to actually know what it's actually like to be that person. Yeah. Um, or at least to research it to know, you know? Um, in the Work in the Glory movies, the guy who played Joseph Smith, yes. he wasn't a member of the church. He was actually, uh, he didn't really care. He's not religious at all. Right. But he read the Book of Mormon. He read uh, a lot of the writings of Joseph Smith. He actually got to know the character and actually came to respect him. Nice. And it was like, okay, that's cool. I mean, you don't have to be a follower of him to be able to portray him in a good way. And he exactly he really showed that. But it's because he gave it the respect that it deserved. Yeah. Or that it, it really needed when you're portraying a historical figure or whenever you're portraying somebody in that has a, especially a disability. Yeah. I think it's very important to 
make sure you research that and that you don't portray or encourage the negative stereotypes that are in most cases not true. Yeah. Especially when it comes to disabilities. Yeah. That tends to be the case. Um, yeah, I'll have to, I need yeah, to check out it Coda. Was, it was, it was a good show. It, we enjoyed it. It's, I was worried because, you know, it's, do you know the premise of it at all? No. The daughter, it's a family of four. Okay. The daughter is a son and a daughter. The daughter's the only one who is hearing. Okay. They have a story of death and it's, she loves to sing. In her oh. high school, she's trying to sing to get a scholarship to go to a college to get like a full ride scholarship for singing. I think it's Juilliard. She's <laughs> okay. trying to get into Juilliard. And it's how do you cope with that? That the family owns a fishing business. How do you fish when you can't hear anything? It's it's very know. interesting as they try. What would she, you need to hear while you're fishing? Well, the coast guard tried to pull him over, couldn't hear him, so the coast guard <laughs> boards them, gets really mad at them because if yeah, if they're working uh, and you don't true. you don't hear a big boat coming and it smashes into you, we didn't hear him. Yeah, you can't hear the well, radio. Yeah, but you try to be more aware. Yes. Yeah, but if you're in the zone, which is what zone, happens in the movie, which there's nobody going, around. They're just going around. Yeah, Coast Guard ships are small. Yeah. So it'd be but, like I'm sure a large ship you'd notice it coming, but maybe it depends because they're doing lobster like fish and stuff. They're just looking down and, and it shows as they're trying to get their attention and they can't and hear they them. Just, they're honking they're and stuff and they they're just going. So they, they can't get hear after them and yeah, they, they get in big trouble um, <laughs> because they? she's supposed to be there but she's not because she's doing voice lessons. Ah. And there's a point where they go to one of her concerts. Uh-huh. To support her, they can't hear anything though. Yeah. So they're just they're just watching watch. as they watch her, you know, mouth things and what you know. What do we? What do we? They, when they're when they see people clapping, you know, they do the sign language clap. It's waving your hands. Yeah, it's jazz hands. Yeah, jazz hands. Yep. But they can't hear anything. At one point, they start talking about, oh, what do we need to get like at the store? Because they yeah, it's just silent. It's like watching a movie on mute. Yeah. It's like, why are we even but watching? It's, it's really cool. There's a point where the dad gets really, he sees how passionate she is about it. Yeah. And uh, at the end after, because she, she has a solo because uh, it's yeah. her and a guy, it's a duet. He has her sing for him. Yes. And he puts his hand on her throat. Yeah. So he can I've feel it. That. And that's it's cool. so cool. It's like, okay, this dad is awesome. Yeah. That's cool. But it's it's a really good show. And, and when that was he him. won... Yeah, this guy. When he won, I was like, he he totally. I, I support that. Did people just clap or did they did they do the deaf clap? I don't know. That would been freaking it. It sweet. It would have been cool. I know we talked about. Of course they didn't because Hollywood's a bunch of idiots. It's They'd true. Never, but it's a novelty. Oh, is, you have a disability. Oh, look, we're gonna be so nice and give you an award. It's like no, they actually have legitimate talent. Yeah. Shut up. Did you see <laughs> the how it should have ended? Um, talked about the Oscars, how Spider-Man did get oh, nominated. yes. <laughs> in it, when and he's like, Coda. About Coda. Like, that was okay, actually that, really that, like really that one. <laughs> if anyone should win that one. So when he won, you know, Best Supporting Actor, it was like, hey. Like, hey, he didn't win, like, Best Picture. It wasn't Best Picture or anything. He, he won something, which is like, that's so cool, because, yeah, they're all actually deaf, <laughs> except for her. And at the end of the hizzy, he's like, hey, guys, we got nominated for Best Special Effects. He's like, yeah, I know we Duh. did. Of course, of course we got nominated we did. for his best special effects. But, yeah, it's like you said, it's really cool. We made Tobey Maguire look young and skinny. Yeah, he looked awesome. 
they're actually deaf in real life. Yeah. The p- mom and dad and the son. That's cool. You know, the lady in Hawkeye but is, is the girl, actually deaf. Is, is, was the girl actually hearing? Yes. <laughs> yes, she was. Which is, that would have been real difficult. Make the deaf person hearing. Deaf person. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's the cool thing I liked. I like that about uh, Eternals. The girl who's deaf in Eternals, mm-hmm. she's actually deaf in real okay. life. So like, I, I really or, like uh, when they're incorporating. Place. Yeah. They use people great. who actually have the thing that they're portraying. Yeah, well, it's really it's cool. because that that community has evolved. Yes, in parallel with the normal hearing community. Yeah, um, my mission president works with the blind, oh, and nice. he was talking about different disabilities one day, and he said the blind are so much easier to integrate into society than the deaf because the deaf literally speak a different language. Yes. We rely so much on hearing that a blind person can go to bars, he can go to movies, he can go anywhere in the world and communicate and have fun and be and participate in society. Yeah. But a deaf person can't. <laughs> no. They have their own community. Like, yes. And it's large. And so and and that particular thing, I I enjoy seeing. I know it's so weird because I'm so like. I'm so anti-woke on all this crap, but I'm, I enjoy this stuff because they're really good stories. Yes. And they're different stories. And, yeah, the stories are still out there, Hollywood. You guys are just too blind to see it. You yeah. Think, you think we just want reboots and remakes. No, you want good stories. Want something new. And there are lots of good stories out there, and you just you ignore them because they're, you just see them. Well, we'll go for the safe bet. You know, Spider-Man. Again. Yeah. Well, that was great. I mean, yeah, we, we still will go see that one. Okay, that was a bad example. That was a bad example. No, we're going to do Ghostbusters again. We're going to do... Yeah. We're going to remake everything. I heard somebody talk about Cheaper by the Dozen. The yeah, there's one a that new Disney one. Did. Yeah. He said it was garbage. Really? Like, and this person is like a super woke whatever. They said they crammed so much, like, political and culture war crap in it that they forgot to tell a story. Ah... Uh. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, huh? could have guessed that. That's too bad. It is Disney, after all. But not only that, but um, the person was comparing it to the original Cheaper by the Dozen oh. with Steve Martin. And I about wanted to jump through my phone and slap him in the face. It's like, right. how dare you, you <laughs> little punk? <laughs> the original. You guys don't even know what's original anymore. No. Yeah, no. My goodness. The original Cheaper by the Dozen is one of the funniest movies I have I've never seen ever it. seen. It's black and white. My dad had so many quotes from that movie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's like, there's a time for fun and games. There's a time for spankings. Get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> so the dad always honks at the kids. And he, he always says, I made you jump nine and three quarters inches. And then the car breaks down, won't start. So the dad goes over to the front of the car and gets inside it. And one of the kids climbs in the front seat and honks the horn. And dad, you know, hits his head on the hood and stuff. And he's, he's like, ha ha, dad, I made you jump nine and three quarters inches. <laughs> like, there's a time for fun and games. There's a time for spankings. Get out of the car. <laughs> and it was, it's just so freaking fun. Uh, but yeah, that original one was crazy. And it was so fun because already at that time in the black and white era, there were these uh, feminist ladies going around talking about how women shouldn't ever have children because they they tie you down. And these two women come to their house 
Now, in this time, it wasn't a yours, mine, and ours. They literally had 12 kids. Yeah. So these two women, these suffragettes, come in there and talking about how, how men keep women down by getting them pregnant and how they're, they're advocating for women not to have children. <laughs> and she and her husband just go with it. And they just go with it for so long. And then suddenly all their kids show up. Like he calls them and they all come in. And the ladies just go out of their mind. And they're so, they're so offended that they would have so many children. (laughs) And, and as they leave in a huff, the mom and dad are just laughing their heads out. Like, and, and it comes back to the whole point of our podcast and the why we the reason we named it the way we did is because children are the best of everything yes like women who go around and say and try to tell other women to not have children are so sad to me because they think that women who have children are so put down and so enslaved by the patriarchy or whatever and in reality they will have more joy than any of these other women will ever have. Yeah. I... Uh, yeah. I, I listen, Of course, I listen to Jordan Peterson and stuff like that, and he talks about how women who focus on their careers when they get older in life are miserable hmm. because they only have a certain amount of time to have children. Men can have children into their 80s. Like, we're, we're really good at that. <laughs> But women only have a certain number amount of time. And you see men who are older, who focus on their careers, stopping, retiring, giving up, and trying to take care of their family. Hmm. And you see women who chose not to do that, now they can't. Yeah. And it it's a hard thing. Um, I mean, I had to come to grips with the fact that I'm never going to build my own house. Hmm. Ever since I was a little kid, my dad built our house. I was like, I'm going to build my own house and I'll design it and all this stuff and it'll be awesome. And the day that I realized I was never going to build my own house was devastating. Interesting. Because it was a dream I'd had since I was a kid. Right. I can only imagine what it would be like for a woman to realize that she's in her 40s and that she will never have children. I couldn't imagine the heightened level of devastation that that would do to someone. Yeah. I mean, even young women who have issues and can't have children are devastated. Yeah. It's, it's rough. It is, but we are enjoying it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we thankfully have been blessed and do not have that problem, do we? Nope. <laughs> if anything, kids. we have a hard time not getting pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> trying, to, trying to not get pregnant right. so fast. So how old is Teddy now? She's 32. Yep, yeah. 32. Well, you know why most women stop, why most Mormon women stop having kids after 39. 40 is too many. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, dang. I haven't had that joke queued up so perfectly in such a long time. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, like always, you come to our podcast, the few of you who do, for our witty commentary, for our Definitely. in-depth re-watching of TV shows <laughs> on the stream, yep. and our deep and philosophical 
discussions afterwards. Yep, as to why the sequel trilogy is the greatest trilogy of Star Wars. Yep, yep. I almost Will Smith you right there. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, crap, I brought it up. You brought it up. <laughs> oh, dang it. Well, little updates. Uh, Scott delivered a puppy. I did. Yeah, there was a mother dog, and just on the uh, he was road. only he was only able to keep one of the puppies alive. But yeah, you know, I'm not very good at this. No, you that was terrible. Honestly, but hey, they I, had. I think she had 15 for my, a reason. I think my kids could have done a better job. <laughs> no, we uh, we talked in a previous podcast about Scott taking a side job delivering puppies yep. to uh, different places, and uh, you got 200 for your first one. Um, about. It was one ninety. One ninety tip included. Oh, you? Oh, a tip was included. Yeah, well, yeah, I got a tip. Oh, it was one hundred. It was one fifty, and then you got forty dollars tip. tip. Yeah, that's a fantastic tip. It was a very nice tip. It was a very nice. I tip. I was very <laughs> grateful for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I know you were hoping for two hundred dollar trips. Uh, only if it's but... during the work day. Oh, okay. Because gotcha. I, I didn't want to take work off and not make as much as I would <clears throat> at work. So, is Teddy trying to be fair with everybody and not giving you the first dibs of every single uh, job? Yeah, I think so. There's a lot that I, I haven't I, gotten. I've been getting, I imagine yeah, that but Teddy would not want to abuse Most her. of them are during the week. She, yeah. And they're about 150. So, I don't yeah, want them anyway. But for your sister and your brother-in-law. Yeah. It, they're, but, they're a young married couple with no kids. Exactly. Who go biking for fun. Yeah. Okay, and I can honestly say I never did that. <laughs> My wife and I never did that. We sat and watched Hogan's Heroes for like 12 hours. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. It's funny. I actually, I um, they put a, a flight out mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago that no one was taking. No one would take it. And so Teddy finally texted me and said, hey, can you take this flight? It's during the week and it's only 150. Can you take it? Yeah, sure. Sure. I, I, I want to show that I'm reliable so I, uh, it's tomorrow oh okay I took the day off I was like ah oh, it's gonna suck cause I won't make as much but it's fine uh, but today uh, I got the text informing me that I'm taking two puppies oh <gasps> no yeah which puts me over 200 yeah it does so I am actually gonna make more oh it actually night. is gonna work out so my second flight I'll be taking two puppies so I'm still trying to figure out how to do that because I'm not allowed to put the puppies on the ground just to avoid getting diseases or anything it's just safer just keep them in your hands because the airport's filthy oh like going through the airport i'm, yeah. I'm like i thought you had a little carrying case yeah. where you put them under the seat yes <laughs> through the airport security and through the airport so but now you gotta have i can't airport. walk through the the device that rotates in the airport with the dogs so you i have, have to go, to go through the, the, the standard one and right. then they swab my hands for any diseases bomb residue yeah for bomb juice and it was hard enough doing okay. that um with one dog i'm yeah. trying to figure out how i'm going to hold both dogs because their kennels are going to be going through the the scanner right so i'm going to be holding both of them and trying to get my hand swabbed i'm trying to figure out how to do that well you could just have them swab like you can just hold your hand out and they can swab between the puppy's belly and your hand. <laughs> Maybe. I I don't know. They have to swab. All right, the well there's no home. bomb residue, but you have ticks. So yeah. Please. <laughs> it's like right, anyway, so yeah, that's cool. Um yeah, that'll be good. So I got that tomorrow. You should ask uh, your brother in law. 
because he yeah, he took a double test puppy. Ask him. Yeah, yeah, that'd be smart. Yep, I've got so that one. So you're taking tomorrow off? Yep, I took tomorrow off. That's kind of uh, fun. Yeah, I. If it here's the hard part though. So my flight lands at like nine twenty. Yeah. And then my return flight leaves at ten ten. Ooh. So that's I have short. to get off, drop the puppies off, get it, give them all their stuff, take the pictures, get back through TSA and back on the plane before it takes off. If I it can do that weekday. though, if I can do that, that means that I will have made over two hundred dollars from six in the morning because that's when I have to be at the airport right. to twelve, I think noon. I'll be done by one o'clock. That's for fantastic. Sure. Done for with my day. Hey, that's my work great. Day. I'm like this is really nice. Gosh. If man. I can do that, um, if I miss my flight, it'll be a different story. Yeah, but I'm really like excited. Five, six hours. Yeah, late over. <laughs> on Saturday, then you gotta go to work on Friday. <laughs> last Saturday, I, I took the puppy and I was gonna be in San Jose for like most of the day, mm-hmm. and that really got me excited. For I told for Teddy to, to tell LAX. him, yeah, if there's a Los Angeles one, I I would prefer a l- to, layover. You know. Give me in the morning, which they usually do in the morning. Right. So I'll be there. I'll get to California at like nine. Mm-hmm. It takes about it takes about five minutes to hand the puppy off. That's about it. Yeah. So at nine thirty, basically, I'm good, and I was like, I will. I'm fine to get a eight o'clock flight back home <laughs> at night and just spend, you know, four <laughs> hours in. Downtown, downtown Disney, Disney just looking at stuff and probably buying things <laughs> yeah I uh I thought about I'm like oh my gosh if it gets if it gets prolific enough I could see you eventually one day getting a season pass to Disney I once I, I Teddy <laughs> and I actually talked about that yeah yeah how much is a season they pass are Disney more right expensive now? than I thought I thought they were like 1400 or something I think that's about what it is okay Disneyland. See, once again, we're we're still going. Here, I thought we were gonna stop anytime soon. <laughs> uh, Disneyland season passes. Let's see for this year. Not Disney World. I need Disneyland. Disneyland Resort annual pass. Here we go. We clicked on it at the same time. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's that's not it. That's a freaking. Wait, what is going on here? Why is it searching in Yahoo? The cheapest option called the Imagine Key yeah. costs $400 a year. Oh. Oh, it's only available what? to Southern California oh, residents. Oh, right. Yeah. The second option, the Enchant Key, is $649 a year, which allows theme park reservations on certain days of the year. It has 149 blockout dates, most of June and July, and around Thanksgiving and Christmas. There is no access to parking, wouldn't need it. You have to make four reservations at once with this plan. The third option is $949. The last option is the $1,400 that has no blockout days and flexibility. You get access to parking and make six reservations at once. You get 20% off discount of merchandise and 50% discount off food and beverages. So I technically, the problem is you have to make reservations now for Disneyland. Yeah. So all of these, you know, the uh, the one that's $700 is 150 block out dates. The $1,000 one is 48 block out dates. 
The only one that isn't is $1,400. And I'm not making quite enough money to justify $1,400. I'm not going enough. If I was going to uh, Los Angeles monthly, then it might be a little more worth it. But I would seriously consider this $650 one. I just couldn't go in June and July, but any other day of the year I could go. Just, you know, I'm in Disney. I might as well go have some blue milk. Sit in Batu for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. So that's like 700 bucks yeah. for the lowest one. And there would be blackout dates. There are 150 blackout dates, most of them being June and July. Yeah, that's a ton. Yeah. So, yeah, at this point, it's not really worth it. No, not, well, not when you do that much. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, and those those higher level ones are sold out. Interesting. I would do the lower one anyway, because I don't... Yeah. It's not worth it to me yet. Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to be a fun little side gig, I think. So far. The last yeah. one was a, uh, a, a good experience. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what this uh, what tomorrow has in store. It may be horrible. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> glorious. Hey, hey, it could always be horrible. Right? I know, right? I am delivering two puppies to do two different people. Interesting. At the same airport. Same airport. Huh. Um, but two people, two puppies. But they will be in the same kennel, flying. Okay. So whatever that's worth so is it are the puppies as fun as I want them to be oh they're so fun <laughs> they hate the mask though they hate that you wear a mask because you have to wear a mask right yeah. they hate that They keep, I if I'm not careful like on Saturday they kept trying to bite my mask off because yeah. it doesn't like it yeah but no, it's just like the people it's true <laughs> so it, it's it it's good. They're fun, and for like for the most part, you know, it sleeps. Yeah, we because you know I waited at. I was there at six thirty because you know it was it was getting a there fairly for non busy Saturday. I didn't wait for very long. TSA okay. went by pretty quickly. You Salt Lake's has been pretty good. Salt Lake is very efficient. Yeah, like but, they tell I mean, you to be San two Jose, hours ahead. It was and small, spend... so. An hour and 15 okay. minutes in front of your gate. Yeah, I mean, the nice thing about Burbank, that's where I'm headed tomorrow, mm. is it's a tiny airport. Mm. So it may mean that there's not many people. Okay. Especially because Burbank is right next to another city. I don't remember which one it was. But it's it's close to a bigger city that has a bigger airport. So most people oh. would just go there. Yeah. yeah so I'm hoping that I'll be Burbank. able to get through TSA rather quickly back home. And I've told both people, my flight's at 10.10, and so they'll know. So I need you to be there on time. You got to be. And I told them where to meet. We are there. My plane lands at this time. I'm just going to pray that my plane, like on Saturday, gets there a little early. Usually going to California, they're early. Which is nice. heads that way. Yeah, which will be nice. If I can get like 15 extra minutes, perfect. Mm. Beautiful, because that's 15 extra minutes. Because like, oh, I have till 10.10. It's like, not really. I have till 9.50. 
Yeah, well, yeah, they're boarding. They shut those gates. Like, I'm pretty sure I may be the last person on, and I'll be running. But, of course, again, it's a small airport, so it might be... It might be okay. It might be just fine. You might get there and sit at the gate for half an hour before they let you on. It's like, oh, that was easy. Which is fine. The nice thing about getting back is I have nothing. It's just my backpack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a tiny little drawstring backpack that has a few things, like a charger just in case I need it. Yeah. But it doesn't really have anything, so I just, boom. That's Whereas insane to getting me. there is, you know, dogs and kennels and stuff. This is so crazy that this is an actual... It's crazy that it's so successful, that you can do too. to make money. Yeah. <laughs> there oh are gosh. ten puppies flying out tomorrow. You're Five couriers. Kidding. All of us are taking two puppies. No way. Ten puppies. And Teddy has already scheduled out next month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost every day has been scheduled for at least one flight. Every day. Every day. That is so crazy. Which is true. We're, we are, at this point, he is flying about 40 to 50 puppies a month. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there are breeders who are just chomping at the bit to be a part of it, too, here in Utah. Real? Oh, There's yeah, a guy in California who having... wants to be an extension of him. He's like, I what like you what you're doing. He wants to take the business to California too and do it there. And do it there for the breeders that are in California. Yeah. Because I'm assuming all the breeders that you guys do are here in Utah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. And he's like, I want to do it there. So he would be an umbrella. He'd be under the guy who's doing it here so in California. So he'd be making a cut of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude, the <laughs> congratulations. Fact- <laughs> you had a multi-million dollar idea. Yeah. And nobody thought it would be. I, I When I heard it, I was like, wow, that's okay. And then I'm like, oh, this is genius. And I told my sister, I was like, I need to hop on this before it gets like so big that, that no, you can't get in anymore. You can't get in anymore. Like, I, yeah. I want to be in and know the ropes. So that's like, okay, he's one of the vets. Like, no, he can. No, we can rely he knows. on him. He knows what he's doing. We'll give it to him first before we give it to any of these new people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And although as good as your position is, Teddy's position is even better. So even keep training better. her. He keeps training her on more and more things. So yeah. she's she knows the inner workings of like how to. She's just barely gonna learn how to quote prices for puppies too now. Wow. So she knows how to add. So she'll be able. She to knows how to do almost everything. Do the oh my gosh. with the puppies, and I know how to deliver them. You know how to sit on a plane. <laughs> I know how to sit on a plane and watch a movie, which is essentially what I do. Oh my gosh, dude! But that is so. It's cool. Works. It's wow. Good little side gig. People want puppies. They can't get the puppies. They do, and and they will pay the puppies hundreds of dollars to have the puppies delivered. They will. They'll pay hundreds of dollars to have the puppies delivered, and thousands of dollars to buy the puppies. Yeah, that's the key. Is the it's the breeds. It's the yeah. It's the fact well, that the these, puppies are two thousand. At least the, the puppy I took on Saturday, I it's like a stuffed animal. It was adorable. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> Which is nice because I get to play with it for you know a couple hours and then it's gone. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. But it. Let me see if I can find a picture. Yeah, find a picture because that's super adorable. It's just like this thing is just. Dang it! See, I. <laughs> It's just... Oh my gosh, that is and, so cute. And it's like... So, I mean, he slept while I'm sitting there waiting for my plane. I'm not going to lie. That would be so amazing. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he just falls asleep. Oh my gosh, and, so and cute. I'm trying to see if we... Oh, here's a... Just, 
So that, this is the, the, the family that, that uh, yeah. I delivered it to, but that's... Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he's just an adorable little thing. And so it's, yeah. It's so fun because they're tiny. And so you're yeah. you're a celebrity. Oh, at, yeah. At the airport. People Eddie see you walking out with a puppy. Like, they're like, it's oh a my puppy. Gosh, it's so cute. The hardest part is I'm not, uh, like I'm not supposed to put them on the ground. I'm not supposed to let people pet Right. Yeah. So that's hard. Because people gush, can I pet it? And I'm like, like I so wish I could sorry. let you, I but I, I can't. But it's uh, against the know, rules. I, I can't because I don't know. Uh, we're trying to contain if there's any like disease or anything. In the yeah, any like, pathogens. I can't. I can't risk that. But it goes from a controlled environment. Yeah. We got to get it there because I'm sure a lot of these breeders have warranties on the puppies. Yeah. So if they and, were to catch something on the way there, yeah. And then, the Obviously, nice, I could never prove it was you. Right. But still. but still, the nice thing is most people like, I get it. I understand. Uh, I was like, okay. thank you. Well, thanks for letting us look at it. Yeah. I had a girl ask if she could take a picture of it. Can I take yeah. a picture? Yeah, sure. Of course. And I like, hold it out so she can see it. Because, I mean, it's, it's adorable. It is. And you get, you're and sitting there tiny. playing with it. And you're just going to play you're with it. Sleep. It's it just, he nestles his head into your arm and just goes to sleep. And so you just sit there and, all right, I'll just watch a movie while I'm waiting for the plane. <laughs> oh, time to get on. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch a movie on the plane. I don't have to worry about him because he's down in the kennel. Yeah. I check every once in a while to make sure he's still alive. And <laughs> right. This, this That'd be my most terrifying thought. It's like, okay, still breathing, right? Right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This next one's going to be weird because they um, usually will hold their pee until they're in the kennel. But okay. these two will be in the kennel together. So they're going to pee on each other. Oh. So i got to figure out how to make them clean and nice and pretty. And it was hard enough changing a kennel holding one puppy. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how to change the kennel while I'm holding two. I'm trying to think maybe if I put them in the other kennel just to hang out for a second while I change the pee pad on this one yeah. so that when I give it to the person it has a nice clean pee pad. Yeah. Well it sounds like it sounds like Teddy's but, gonna become integral to the company. You know? I yeah. Which <laughs> is nice. You might be a stay at home dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll be a stay at home dad until there are flights. And she'll work at home. And I'll just fly puppies. <laughs> If she uh, makes enough, that would be very interesting. I would work, you know, part-time just because. Dude. I could get behind that's that. That's the dream. I could get behind that. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I could start working for things that I want to do. Yeah. Not for things that I have to do. I did a, I did a quick service call as a little, just a little side job for a guy. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. I mean, I was messing with sewage. Yeah. But, I mean, I made money. A little money. extra dough is nice. It is. It's, I... Especially looking at <laughs> Disneyland. Yeah, all the things you want to buy. I watched this and guy. You going to Disneyland, going to, <laughs> going to downtown Disney. And... I know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, it's going to be hard when I get there and I see things. and like, do I take a picture and say, TJ... <laughs> all right, all right. My first order for the first time you get to go, uh, if they have purple or white lightsaber crystals, okay. please. That would be fantastic. Okay. Uh, there's Cal a guy. Light, legacy lightsaber. Um, no, not yet. I don't, yeah, I don't I'm have money for that. Boat. I'm in the same boat. I can, I'm really going for. The I, I have thirty dollars. I have thirty dollars. I can. Spend. <laughs> my plan. Downtown Disney. My plan is to go for the Kyber crystals. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, just to. Yeah. It'd be fun to have the collection of all six. Yep. And be able to swap them out, just yep. however you feel. 
That's my plan. I'm not planning on buying any of the like bigger things. Although the nice the downtown Disney thing, it does sell the Black Series Boba Fett helmet. When I went, oh, that's one of the ones you were looking for, right? It, it sold out. Like, ah, can I get that home in my backpack? <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know. But it could be a carry on. It's true. <laughs> so you're like, oh, I would, I would put my backpack up in the stove thing and put that thing underneath my, my seat. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You put the box under your seat. I would put the helmet on. This is my mask. This is my mask. <laughs> See, is it covering say, my face? Is it covering my face? If I coughed, would you get anything? No. No. All right, we're good. So here's we're my, good. Here's my boarding we're pass. All clear. Let me on. We're all fine here now. Where? How? How are you? <laughs> Oh my anyway, gosh. Good things. Fun yeah, times. that's awesome. We'll that's see. exciting. I'm excited to see how tomorrow goes. Yeah. It's I absolutely. keep I keep adding that uh for most of my life I've been that I psych myself out because I start worrying about all the things that can happen. Mm-hmm. But seriously that that trip to California revolutionized my worriness. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a tomorrow Scott problem. So I haven't worried <laughs> about it at all. Because yeah, that, that trip was really right. transforming for a lot of things. It was. It was. <laughs> if anything, it's everything that is now. And when uh, my first flight, Teddy would ask like, a couple weeks before, you nervous? No, nope, that's a March 26th Scott problem. I don't have to worry about it right now. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> Same with this. Like I could worry about it tonight, but it's not going to do me anything because that's a tomorrow Scott problem. I'll worry about <laughs> it when I'm at the airport trying to figure it out. That's a Thursday Scott problem. Exactly. I'm not worried about getting home because that's an after drop the pu- puppies off problem. <laughs> oh, that was a <laughs> that was revolutionary. That was a... changed my life. <laughs> oh gosh, that's so fun. But all right, well let's call it quits for the night. Yeah, we'll let you guys play some star craftiness. Yeah, and uh, I actually yeah, and uh, we'll see you next week where Moon we will night episode two. Oh, you think we'll have time to talk about that? No. April 5th is next Tuesday. Yeah, I'd like to say that we're going to talk about Moon Knight 2, though. <laughs> yeah, we The only we reason I'm going to be able to watch Moon Knight is because I watch it at work. Yeah. Because I'm not going to do it at home. home. <laughs> nope. I'm not going to do it at home. Oh, I will be man. busy. Yep. All right. See you guys. See ya.